Qantas has revealed a record-breaking multi-billion dollar profit for the last financial year after years of debt. The result marks a career high for CEO Alan Joyce, who'll be stepping down in November after 15 years. Paul Kadak with the details. Good morning. Well, after three years and $7 billion in losses, today Qantas has announced a record profit, fueled in part by insatiable travel demand despite high airfares. The national carrier posting a pre-tax profit of almost $2.5 billion. After tax, that's about $1.7 billion. Demand for domestic flights, it says, doubling since last year. It's up 80% for international flights despite the cost of living pressures and inflation. Boosting the airline's post-COVID recovery and a major restructuring which saw thousands of Qantas staff lose their jobs. From being 11 weeks shy of insolvency to a challenging return to flying across the industry to finally getting back to the leading domestic operational performance. And it is an absolute credit to the resilience and hard work of our people, the patience and the understanding of our customers and the support of our shareholders. Fair prices have fallen 12%, he says, but remain above pre-pandemic levels. Qantas says it's been increasing its capacity. Domestic uh, seat availability is now above pre-COVID levels. International back to 80%. In what was his final results announcement before he steps down as CEO after two decades, Alan Joyce confirmed long-term orders for new aircraft that will see potentially the entire fleet of A380s and A330s replaced over the next 10 plus years. The airline says it'll be offering staff bonuses, shares and travel credits worth on average $11,000 each, while passengers who've travelled with the airline at least once in the last 12 months will be offered a share of a billion frequent flyer points. Dozens of Australian families are being denied access to their newborn babies after getting caught up in a surrogacy scandal. The parents have been left in limbo after the Greek clinic they were using on Crete was raided by police. Ash Mullaney is there. It is a dire situation for the Australians caught up in this scandal when Greek police, members of the organised crime division, raided this IVF clinic. They shut it down. They arrested the entire medical staff, so eight people, accusing them of human trafficking and exploiting uh, surrogate mothers. It's understood there are now eight babies being held by the Greek government in a secure neonatal ward here in Crete. Some of those children are Australian and so far their parents have been denied access to them. Local media is reporting those parents will need to provide DNA uh, proof that they are the biological parents and even then the district attorney would need to grant them permission to take their children home. So this is shaping up to be a long, drawn-out and heart-wrenching process for these Australian families. So far, phone calls to both the IVF clinic and local police have gone unanswered. The man who led an attempted coup against Vladimir Putin is dead, according to the Kremlin. Wagner boss Yevgeny Prigozhin has been killed in a plane crash moments after takeoff from Moscow. The man considered to be Putin's number one enemy was one of 10 people on board. Our Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld with the details. Russia's aviation authority says Yevgeny Prigozhin was on board the plane that came down just north of Moscow, as was his 2IC, Dmitry Utkin. So it appears that 
The leadership of the Wagner mercenary group has been taken out. All 10 bodies of those on board the plane have been recovered from the burning wreckage. British intelligence says that it was the FSB, the Russian security service, that shot it down. And Wagner-linked telegram channels in Russia, a popular social media site there, concede that Prigozhin is dead and that his supporters will seek revenge. It is two months to the day since Yevgeny Prigozhin launched a failed coup attempt. His whereabouts has been often a mystery over the last couple of months. He popped up in Africa in the last few weeks, but it seems he returned to Russia in the last 24 hours. Vladimir Putin has been in Kursk in the country's south. He's been celebrating a World War II victory. He's made a habit of ordering hits on his opponents and his critics. He was the US president a short time ago. There's not much that happens in Russia not behind, but I don't know enough to know the answer. If indeed all is as appears, Yevgeny Prigozhin is dead, it appears revenge has been served once again by the Kremlin.